millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And uh, this is the H&J Daily, which features some of the best bits of this afternoon's show, Friday the 21st of October. And um, just in case, um, we uh, had a chat with Matt Ford, comedian, Forest fan, popped in the studio. Good to see him. Uh, Mike Ward joined us for mm. a week of, or a weekend of non-sporting telly. Martin counted out a whole week of uh, sporting TV. He did, yeah, always. true. And told us about a close personal friend of his from the music business. And today's show was very much fuelled by the uh, music <laughs> and talent, the musical stylings, really, of, of Billy Ocean. <laughs> very uh, much For so. reasons that will become apparent as you listen to this. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Oh, good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon, everybody. Yeah. And a bit of a non-sporting story I've started with this morning, but it did intrigue me. Mm. Uh, shocked neighbours were caught on the hop when a wallaby uh, bounced down their street in Gateshead. Yeah. And a curious creature was filmed on a morning jump around a, an estate in Chopwell. Uh, and it says here, residents say uh, the RSPCA have been trying to rescue it and no one knows where it came from. Australia? <laughs> In my guess. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could well be, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah. Got to be, isn't it? I don't think they're native to anywhere else. No, maybe they're Certainly bred outside the country. Gateshead. Okay, probably not Gateshead. It's not, they're not native to Gateshead. <laughs> well, it seems, un- You'll seems find them, unlikely. Yeah, yes, right. Uh, yeah, I watched a bit of uh, Villa last night. On, wow. Yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime, it's very good coverage and everything. But It I looks like it's a it, film. Have you noticed I can that? Can only get it on one? Yes, it does look like it it's looks a like film. It looks like it's a It's, it's like, the streaming, it, it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it does look like you're watching, a, uh, like, um, remember those old World Cup films? Yeah, it was a horror like movie last night for Villa. It certainly was. I mean, what could have gone wrong did go wrong. So, you know, but it wasn't all about last night. It was a lot more to it. But what's the point of playing well against City and Chelsea and then go and play like that? It says so much about underperforming players. When your players raise themselves up for a big game, but yeah. you know when it, when they're playing everybody around them and everybody else, they're just pretty poor. And that's what happened last night. Yeah. Hello, that's the second one. What's wrong? Still then? wrong. What's wrong? Okay, that's the right tea, apparently. No, that's two wrong teas. Okay, yeah, it's the, not. The producer has made it himself. It can't be. What's happened got to your right... taste buds, Andy? Look, there's no... 03717. Nah, Let's be honest, the listeners aren't interested, and it I came know. from your box, apparently. No, uh, it, someone's it been sabotaging my about box. Whinge about his cup of tea like your old nan. Yeah, yeah. So I like my genmaisha. <laughs> yeah, he has to have a special Japanese tea. You know, it, it doesn't surprise <laughs> any of you, does it? <laughs> Everybody has a cup of builders well, or yeah. a, maybe a bit it's of a fruity one, and there he is with his box of Japanese. <laughs> the thing is he leaves it in the kitchen here safe in the knowledge that no one else will have That's one because they'll try it once and they think wow blimey oh, this that? tastes a bit yeah. cloying dries your mouth out Not anyway good. 
Who cares? It's yes. a national sports radio station. A um, couple of things to get you going on uh, today. Um, <laughs> That's wrong. Can we all leave? of those are wrong. Oh, they're all wrong. They're all wrong. Wrong box. They all... Oh, brilliant. Uh, oh, I give up, honestly. Yeah. yeah this, this is happening on air, by the way. You no, no, realise no, that, don't fine, you? This it? is this is right. going out to the nation. It's not the worst thing that's ever gone out on this station, I promise you. <laughs> no, certainly not the worst thing that's ever gone out on this show. <laughs> exactly. Definitely. This I'll clip that for the Sony Awards, I'd say, the way we're going. They don't have those anyway, anymore, do they? Let's get back on message. Uh, Dean Ashton's going to join us later on. We'll get his thoughts on Ronaldo. Well done to... I mean, mm. he couldn't have done any more, could he, Eric Ten Hag? He's indulged Cristiano mm. as much as he can to the point where in one game where they were getting a shoeing, was it a Brentford game? Mm. I can't remember. He said, I didn't bring him on because I almost wanted to preserve his no, reputation. Brentford, but I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but I can't remember the game. But there was another one where they got an absolute coating. So you Liverpool, think, I think. Was it? Yeah. Mm. So you think, OK, uh, he's done everything he can. And then we saw the statement from Ronaldo saying, you know, I try and be a good, uh, a good player for the younger players, but sometimes mm. the moment gets to you. I think, well, it's not the first time you've done stuff like this. And you feel he's got to go to a country now that will indulge him, like USA or go and play there. Pack it or the really? Middle East. Somewhere <laughs> they'll indulge this kind of nonsense because it is really unnecessary. And I think Eric Ten Hag, like I think most right-thinking mm. Man United fans, will we'll support him in this, definitely. I like this story. I'm looking forward to speaking to Tim Vickery about this. This was in the star today. A footballer tried putting off his opponents by getting his manhood out during a live game. Yeah. A TV camera's caught Gerson Pereira. Yeah. Oh, Pereira. I don't know why I got his name wrong. He's a Pereira now, anyway. I would imagine, in the league. <laughs> 31. Uh, in the act, after zooming in on the wall during a free kick. Well, it put you off, wouldn't it? Well, it would do. He escaped punishment, but his side Santa Fe still lost in Bogota, Colombia. Well, okay. Well, we won't find out till next Tuesday or Wednesday how big a story that is in South America. Now, um, yesterday, yes. um, we, we were chatting, we were just about to chat. Obviously, the Prime Minister resigned and we brought, brought you a couple of political guests on that. Mm. And we were just about to go into our guest, Tom Newton Dunn from uh, uh, Talk TV, political commentator. And we had a fairly inexperienced technical operator working yesterday. And suddenly, going into that quite hard-hitting feature about the, the change of government, mm. he played Caribbean Queen by Billy Ocean, <laughs> yeah. apropos of nothing. I know. So um, it became an earworm for the producer. Yeah, the producer's been walking it. around singing, singing it all day. He's now gone down a Billy Ocean uh, rabbit hole and has been singing all the hits of Billy Ocean all day. So. <laughs> really? He's had to inflict it on us, so we're going to inflict it on you. Not that, not that Billy Ocean is an infliction. He's a fine artiste, but uh, <laughs> sorry, Billy, if, if you're, you're listening. listening. <laughs> but we, we don't want to... Uh, yeah, we're going to bring you the, the very well, best of Billy Ocean. You know his football team. Yes, the, <laughs> yeah, of course. So um, we're going to do that. But the reason we bring that up is that um, we were just wondering... Uh, whether mm. and all those people out there thinking it was a clever reference to the fact that uh, Boris Johnson is coming back from the Caribbean, but uh, it wasn't. It was a pure mistake. <laughs> oh, we're really? also we're also <laughs> interested in um, examples of inappropriate music at the wrong moment. So if that's not tautology, but you get the idea. Uh, bits of music played really that were just inappropriate for that moment. If you want to share those with the class, as it's a Friday, talksport.com text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TSH&J. And we just suddenly thought we could imagine uh, Alan Ray, mm. this happening to Alan and Ray. And I think uh, Alan will be quite tempted to say, OK, then, come on, let's have your top billies. <laughs> let's have your favourite billies. <laughs> so, OK, Ray, I've got Ocean, Gilmore, <laughs> No Meats, Goats Gruff, <laughs> Bragg, <laughs> Idol, Joel, Boston, this one for the rugby league fans, <laughs> Gene, <laughs> Smart, Big Potatoes, <laughs> The Kid, Piper, 
What about Ray Cyrus, Ray? Oh, that's a good one, Al. Ray Cyrus, yeah. <laughs> Butlin, Graham, Crystal, Connolly, <laughs> The Kid. <laughs> Billy Davies, remember Billy Davies? Preston. Um, we did all of these without googling. I was very proud, and we, was, we were just shouting out things like Gene <laughs> Elliot, and finally Andy's one Ibadulla. <laughs> Billy Ibadulla from Warwickshire and Pakistan cricket. cricket. <laughs> anyway, it doesn't really take us anywhere, but it is Friday, um, <laughs> so let's have your favourite Billys if there's any left. Talksport.com, text eighteen eighty nine, tweet T S H N J. Yes, and we've, there's not, we haven't changed Prime Minister again, have we? <laughs> Fletch has just popped into the studio. It's probably sports news. Um, Fletch, what's happened? That would be something, wouldn't it? No, I can confirm uh, the Irish Football Association has just announced they've parted company uh, with manager Northern Ireland manager Ian Barraclough. So Ian Barraclough out of work. Northern Ireland looking for a new manager this Friday lunchtime. Oh, okay. mm. Thank you very much. Tell, tell from Essex is a good one. He said, is that James Corden you've got host, co-hosting the show? Yeah. yeah. He's a bit I did actually say to them I went in there and said if I was a diva I'd fling this teabag in your face I said to the producer <laughs> <laughs> well anyway um, yes um, uh, Crackers said he's a big fan of Billy Ocean he's been in touch always finishes every concert with a big wave he says there he's here all week <laughs> and it was Mick in Hounslow tells it was the Manchester City game where Ten Hag yes, spared uh, yeah, yeah. thank you uh, for that Mick the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast Turn them into something that means something you can, but they're just random Billy Joel songs this afternoon after the area yesterday. Billy Ocean. Sorry, did I say Billy Joel? Sorry. Joel. Too many Billys on, on your mind. Resign! We're asking for your top Resign. ten. I'm a, I'm a fighter, not a quitter, Matt Ford. He's gone. I'm not. I'm a quitter, man. <laughs> to the core. Matt Ford, comedian, Forest fan, joins us in the studio. And I, I Matt, have you noticed that... Um, in light of Liz Truss saying it the day before in, in PMQs, it was odd that Stephen Gerrard chose amazing. to say, say that the same last thing, the same phrase, and then went about ten minutes later. I couldn't believe it when I saw him <laughs> say it. Yeah, because he well, wait, he does the first part of the quote, doesn't he? Because I'm a fighter. Yeah, I don't quit. You just like, oh, you can feel himself going <laughs> down that. You're like, you don't, oh, don't just, say that. Yeah. Incredible to, yeah. to of all the times to not use that phrase. Now, and he got the same outcome. You, are, you are a political commentator as well, and your uh, your stand up show has, has it's a different title. It was clowns to the left and me jokers to the right, but it has a new title. Is that right? Well, it's just like a goodbye list trust special now. I've got two <laughs> nights left. You know, usually when you come in towards the end of a tour of a, as a comedian, you think, mm. "Well, I've got the show finished now. Yeah, and just enjoy the last two performances. This is as honed as it's ever going to be." Yeah. And it's the total opposite for me. I've had to burn the thing down. I mean, I'm, I will affect by next week. I'll have performed it under three different prime ministers. <laughs> and it's only been touring for a few months. It it's is incredible. It's amazing. And when she got the job, and there were so many problems, I was thinking, why would somebody put themselves in this position? But then you see they get 115 grand a year yeah. for the rest of their life. You think, oh, that's why, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I saw, didn't Keir Starmer suggest today that she shouldn't get the hundred and fifteen sort of thousand pounds a year for life payment? Or it's almost know. like um, it's a bit like you know who wants to be a millionaire when Chris Tarrant goes, oh, we don't want to give you that. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> snatching the check away. She's just about to leave the hot seat, ripping it up. But then there's no alternative, which is more money. Hello, is that Keir? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so you, also the shows you've got coming up, the Duchess Theatre, the political party, the fortnightly shows. You've got some. I mean, I imagine they've been quite lively recently as well. They've been amazing. So every fortnight, I uh, do a show in the West End, as you say, called The Political Party, where I bit, do a bit of stand-up about the uh, about the fortnight in politics, obviously rapidly wow. changing, and then interview 
different people from the world of politics. This week I had Grant Chaps on. On Monday I had Grant Chaps on. Wow. A backbench MP at the time. Yeah. By the time the podcast had been uploaded, he'd become Home Secretary. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible how quickly things moved. Wow. And David Dimbleby's doing it on the 7th of November. Matt Hancock on the 14th. Rachel Reeves, the Shadow Chancellor, on the 5th of December. So, you know, people are absolutely at the centre of what's power happening. by then. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> she, might be, she might be Chancellor or Prime Minister, given how quickly things are happening. Yeah. So, I just love doing that, because I think there's a real thrill in seeing politicians live. Yeah. And a lot of the people who come along have never seen a politician speak before. They're not members of political parties. It's a unique way to see them. So I thought you said a real thrill in seeing politicians lie. That's quite, <laughs> that's, there's no thrill there. Yeah, yeah, that's quite the novelty. Not to leave the house to see uh, David Dimble has made some quite interesting life choices at, uh, at his age, hasn't he? He started smoking roll-ups at 82 or something. <laughs> yes. Didn't he get a tattoo as well? Quite possibly. Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. What's like, what's the late, like this midlife crisis? And yeah. then is there like end a kind of... crisis. Yeah, yeah. And then call to life late, I mean, say end of life, a bit harsh, yeah. well, Late sorry. life crisis, we'll call it that. Bloody <laughs> right. poor old David. Sorry, sorry David, David, if you're listening. You're listening. <laughs> Leicester's, uh, Leicester's victory last night has oh, put you bottom of the table. But mm. the good thing is you're not cut adrift. I mean, a, a win and a draw get results going your way. You're at the bottom three because you know. I'm Do you trying want to, to know my theory about you. good coaches? Yeah, go on. Often then. when good coaches turn it around, it starts with a lot of nil-nil draws and okay. the, the little difficult incrementally. You know, yeah, because the thing you have to get right first before you get the rest of it right is to stop the ball going in your own net. Yes. Yeah. So that would give me a. I mean, I haven't got a lot of optimism for Forrest, but that would give me some because I am a fan of Steve Cooper. Yeah. Oh, I'm a massive fan of him. And obviously, I want Forrest to do well. And I think those last few games where we've been harder to beat, obviously, there's the whole thing. I, I say this as a fan who really doesn't understand football tactics. But what little I know is we've been playing three at the back and now effectively we're playing four. And we've mm. just become far more defensive. Um, and that is far better to draw games than to lose them. Yeah. So you're still picking up even points, particularly on the road. Obviously, you're in touching distance. I just think the problem is... It is like a gambler's logic, isn't it? When you're at the bottom of the league for a reason, you start to think, well, all we need is a win and a draw. <laughs> like, yeah. it's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. You know, a couple of wins and we're in the Europa League spot, but it is more difficult <laughs> than that. But I just equally, this time last year, we were bottom of the championship. And I would far rather be bottom of the Premier League with a great coach and with yeah. an owner who has invested and will continue to invest, I'm sure, than be bottom of the championship wondering if you'll ever be back in the big time. It was always going to be difficult for us, so I actually don't feel that bad about it. Mm. But maybe that's insanity. The crowd gave him a great reception at the end of the game uh, earlier in the week, so they're obviously pleased he stayed and right behind him So after that draw. So uh, that's a good sign that he's got the crowd on side, the I, Forest fans. Yeah, and I just think, obviously, you can't keep losing games as a coach, and now we're not. You know, we're, we're, we're starting to draw more games now. But... There is clearly, if you're the owner of a football club, knowing who to give time to and knowing who to sack mm. is, is a crucial decision because you can't keep going losing. Steve Cooper is absolutely the manager that you give time to and I just think we're also relieved that Mr Marianakis has given Cooper that time because he performed a miracle last season. Yeah, yeah. So he's clearly a highly astute and talented coach. He knows the club, he understands it. And he's been given a lot of players that he still needs to figure out. So I think out of a sense of yeah. fairness, he's there. And obviously the results have started to turn a little bit. Mm. You can see who the, the owner blamed, though, can't you? The recruitment well, yeah, guys, the recruit really. They saw off quite a few of the recruitment team, didn't they, in the, in the wake of that, keep it, giving him his new contract. Yeah, I, I mean, of all the people you want to keep, it's the manager. Yeah. Uh, this manager, specifically, yeah. and, and the team that he's got. So I'm still quite confident that we'll stay up. 
Mm. Deathly silence in the studio. <laughs> Paul, I've never seen you look at me with so much pity before. You just, you know just what? You look like I hadn't. You look like a doctor who delivered bad news, and, and me, the patient, I had not understood. Looked over your understood. shoulder, like Gary Lineker, after <laughs> saying, "Have a word with him." Yeah. Oh, uh, um, at whose expense? I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? Who's who's going to go down? Who's going to be the three worst teams than Forest? I'm not saying there aren't. I'm just wondering who they are likely to be. Leeds. And I don't care who the other two are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> as long as it's Leeds and not Forest, I think the country will be happy. Well, I mean, yeah, he's under a bit of pressure. He was getting it. This is the thing. Sometimes a fan base sees, I mean, you know, when you've got Villa fans apparently singing the Steve Gerrard, Gerrard song made famous mm. by Chelsea yeah, fans, yeah. it's not a good sign when your own fans are singing that. And uh, Jesse Marsh was getting some clog from the Leeds fans last night as well. So you know, keep an eye on that one. That could be uh, it. Could be something else. They were singing Bielsa's name. It's never a good sign either, is it? Well, I think they do that most games. So <laughs> well, yeah, that's another that's team. Tricky. You know, they beat Chelsea three 0 and then they haven't won since then. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. These teams. No, just, just raise, turn it drives on, me raise mad the game the for the big games, which is what you're going to have to do tomorrow. Against against Liverpool, they've not been oh, great man. on the road. Liverpool, I know, but there's not great on the road. And yeah. then this, they're still Liverpool, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They are. If we get a point, but then the problem is now. Yeah. The moment I'm one of those idiots who I think we get a point, but actually, you know what? Could nick it at the end. And yeah, now yeah. I'm starting to convince myself we might actually beat Liverpool. <laughs> I'm a moron. You've always got to think you've got a chance. You've got to believe. We've had a question they for you coming. They've won three in a row, though. So they're yeah, they have. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But they're so. Um, <laughs> Al Murray's been in touch. Good afternoon, Al. Oh, yeah. Pub landlord, of course. Um, yeah. We have Ways podcast. He said, uh, ask Matt Paul, what's happening with the Spitting Image stage show? <laughs> Seamless bit of promotion there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Al, I, and uh, a wonderful yeah. writer and director called Sean Foley mm. are currently... Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Currently writing Spitting Image Live for the West End stage. Oh, wow. So it will open in Birmingham early next year at the Birmingham Rep, run for six weeks, and then later next year transfer to the West End. So we it started off as the Liar King, uh, a Spitting Image show about... So you'd be able to come and see the puppets live. Oh, that'd be great. About Boris. Obviously, we had to can that. We've written a whole new play that had Liz Trust quite prominent in it. So we're now in the process of canning that. <laughs> and actually, the way things are going, we may just be able to resurrect that original one we wrote about yeah. Boris. So... As Al knows, because uh, we're writing it together, it's um, a, a joy to write, but it is. We are, I mean, we're just constantly having to change it. The producer oh, points that out that great. if Boris comes back, it's good for you and you're fantastic. Well, I, I want to comment uh, on that. Um, and, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're uh, Andrew Jacobs, who uh, asked a very good question. But yes, there's part of me that uh, will be mightily pleased. Because I can do Boris, I can do a fairly good kiss. I'm, I'm the government don't understand it. <laughs> That's but good. Nottingham Forest can't just pick up points on the road. It's easier said than done. Um, it has a Josh Widdicombe base, that one, it? Oh, it's got a lot it's, of it's, That's the cheese and tomato on that pizza, isn't it? It's a Josh Widdicombe base. It, oh, it's very Josh... I think we need to go to Liverpool, Adam. Yeah, it's very Josh Widdicombe. <laughs> Whereas Liz Truss, I was slightly struggling with. Yeah. So, uh, it's a good job that she's gone because now that was yeah. beyond me. In a very me, strange but... way. <laughs> yeah. Finish the sentence. Yes. Well, Matt, good to see you. So, Thank you very uh, much. Two, you say two more dates left? Yes, Bloomsbury Theatre tonight. Yeah. And Bloomsbury Theatre next Friday. Okay. And we'll have a new Prime Minister. So, you know, you could see it. You could come to both nights and be completely different shows. And the political party gigs in, in London, the Duchess Theatre, where can people get their tickets from there? Go to mattford.com for all your ticketing needs. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
Yes, it's Billy Ocean all the way between now and four <laughs> o'clock after. Um, I thought our... we were just playing Caribbean Queen the whole time. Oh no, no, but no, we're I going see. right through the uh, going right Billy's through the card. card, Billy's card. Yeah, um, this is because yesterday, when just before we had a bit of a, a deep political discussion after the Prime Minister mm. resigned with uh, Tom Newton Dunn from Talk TV, uh, the man in charge on the decks yesterday, fairly new to the game, pressed the wrong button and played Caribbean Queen by Billy Ocean uh, as a, as a way into it. So we were asking about inappropriate music this afternoon. And our own Kate Partridge often reads the news here on mm. TalkSport, has been in touch. Thank you, Kate. She says, uh, we were at my grandpa's high church funeral, having heard this surprisingly angelic man was about to go to heaven as they committed his body to the crematorium when my boyfriend's mobile went off, blaring out a rousing version of when the saints go marching in. <laughs> <Dear>. <laughs> That's probably not the first time it's happened in those circumstances. No. Thank you, Kate. Um, what have we got here from Barry and Croydon? I got caught on the hop as best man as the bride and groom hadn't told me what was the uh, song for their first dance. The DJ asked me, and in a panic, all I could think of was Rose Royce, Love Don't Live Here Anymore. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> the daggers that bride was giving the groom uh, after it came on was something special. Still can't believe the bloke played it. Um, I mean, you got the sack from Hospital Radio for playing... Uh, I will survive to Ken in intensive care. Okay, maybe I just made that up. <laughs> I always did. heard that was the story. Anyway, true. is it true, Ken? In, no, not no true. I, didn't, I did play it, but I didn't get the sack. For okay. it. It no, <laughs> did you just get a stiff reprimand? I don't you? think I even got a reprimand. Oh, okay. I, don't think was I mean, it's quite in that in those circumstances, it's quite upbeat. <laughs> like really, a lot isn't of my it? career. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's fine. Um, anything else you want to talk about, Andy? Oh yes, <clears> um, <throat> this letter came talking. About Political. Uh, it's from Brian Bridle. He says, "What the UK needs." He says, "What the UK needs is someone who talks straight." In other words, Suella Braverman for PM. Oh yeah, I'm off the bridle. I think. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice little racing, racing comment there. there. Now we mentioned earlier on because we're because it's Billy Ocean all the way through until four on the Hot FM. Mm. We were um, <laughs> we were saying in the style of Big Alan in the mornings. Mm. No, come on, let's have let's have your oh, favourite yes. Billies. And we gave you a whole list of Billies. We thought there's no way they'll find. If we gave them Normates, Gaunt's Gruff, Smart Big Potatoes, uh, Ray Cyrus, Ray, uh, we gave them all of those. You'd never find any more, any more of those. But you've come up, uh, Dave says, Gene King. Somebody who didn't put their name on it. Twelve Trees. Twelve Trees is good. Uh, Bob in our broth has given us Bob Thornton. Yeah, that's, oh, right. that's good. good. Marvellous. Yeah. Vuna Paula, says Andy in Wales. Bowden, he, him of the Bowden. crooked finger, yeah. says Dave. Thank you, Dave. Hamilton, says Jason in Burnley. <laughs> Joe true. Armstrong, says Craig the Arsenal fan. Oh, yeah. And Ben, strictly a Bill, not a Billy. So <laughs> I'm afraid we, we can't take that. Billy and Ben, that doesn't work. Alette Dinoff. There's one for the Everton fans, of course, Carlin Swansea. Billy Alette Dinoff. Remember him used to play for Oh, Everton? yes. No, no, I do yeah, remember Very yeah. good one. Clever. Um, so mm. keep those coming. Come on, let's have your favourite billies. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet mm. TSH&J. This was great news yesterday. Uh, mm. Apparently Turkey is sending 3,000 police to Qatar for the World Cup. Yeah. And riot control dogs, because they're well known for their tolerance. I'm sure it'll be yeah, absolutely it's quite, fine. It's fairly low-level policing, we can expect, <laughs> uh, I'm sure. Andy, you're a fashion. You're a man who likes fashion and football, I aren't do, you? yeah. 
there's a weird thing going on in America at the moment. It's a kind of TikTok thing. I'm surprised you haven't seen it, as you are mm. a man who frequents TikTok. It's it's a kind of going back to the days of Blur and Oasis, a kind of '90s look. The United States have really taken to it via TikTok. Uh, for example, Andrew Clark, 24, on TikTok, oh, says, yeah. "I'm a fan of UK style." He's from New York. He says, "I love the geezer look," and there he is. He's, he's standing there in a pair of jeans. He's tucked an old England uh, Euro '96 shirt into a pair oh, of jeans. Golly. So it's called UK style, isn't it's, it? Uh, it? No, it's not called UK. It's, it's called... Uh, what's the actual... They've got a term for it. It's fairly bizarre. They don't find what it is in this piece. Um, I think they call it bloke core. Oh, right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the look. But this fella, this guy in New York, he says, I love the culture of going to the pub and having a cheeky pint. Oh, oh yeah, give it's over. Odd, you're give right. over, mate. Uh, apparently, it's good news, though, if you're trying to flog old 90s football shirts because yeah. suddenly people in the States are showing a real uh, interest in them. Uh, somebody said they're getting over 200-plus um, for shirts that were going for 40 God, quid before mad, since this bloke core thing took off in the States. So there we are, Andy. Um, yeah. The marriage of uh, football and style, not for the first time, of course. Absolutely not. Ralph Harson, who... <laughs> That's easy to say. <laughs> yeah, I listened to that, the, yes. the lost one this week, mm. but that's another story. Yeah. Ralph Harsenhutl yeah. uh, basically was talking about going, uh, confess, losing to Bournemouth would have ruined his family beach holiday. Yes, all that. Yeah, he likes going to the beaches of Bournemouth. Yeah. But no mention of huts or anything, but they decided the son to, because it's got hut Ralph in his name. Ralph Hutsenhutl. <laughs> yeah, hut, hut hit. It says, how, how Ralph's beach... Bum? How Ralph's beach hut might look, and they've sort of pho- it up. photoshopped him in front of a beach yeah. hut in I mean, Southampton Colours. To be honest, Imagine it, if you put a beach hut in Southampton Colours on Bournemouth Beach, I mean, set fire I mean, he's only a Premier League football manager, so I'm surprised he can afford a beach hut in Bournemouth. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he might have to be a hedge fund manager or afford one of those. But I mean, you know, will be well turned out. As we always said, he, he often dresses like the under manager of a Tyrolean hotel when he's on the touchline with his mm. waistcoats and his little crocheted ties. Yeah. The well, white shirt. Lots of different looks. Um, I just wonder on the beach, Harry, he'd be very well turned out. He'd have an expensive trunk, wouldn't he? Yeah. He wouldn't like have a pair of old Southampton. No, training, they've got him casual wear. Southampton in, in this training picture. shorts on. I think he'd take. I think he'd take his bathing seriously, Ralph. I think he would. Yeah. Well, that was, uh, yeah. I mean, that game the other night has bought him a bit more time, hasn't it? That win over Bournemouth. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare insurance plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company. They offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Lovely to see Martin Kellner and Andy Jacobs dancing in the studio. Yes, it was lovely. It's, uh, the, whatever happened to the slow dance? Well, Martin and Andy have yeah. brought it back for us. This We're afternoon. in Strictly next year mm. together. Moving, we'll play Move Closer later on so you can continue. Mm. But it's it's a beautiful thing, and it's Martin Kellner's favourite Billy Ocean song. Apparently, Martin's a close <laughs> Martin's a close personal friend of Billy's. And so, what what is he really like? Well, he came to my bar mitzvah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a long time ago. We should put you met him once. Uh, when he was I met him a, once. Yeah. He was promoting a record, I think. Yeah. Nice man. And, uh, he strikes me as yeah, a nice yeah, he man. He was. He was a lovely bloke. Mm, yeah. um, I got him a coffee, I think, as I recall. Is Ocean and, his real name? Um, no, I don't think it is. It seems unlikely. But there, yeah, it seems unlikely. It could be, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we, we had a very, very sketchy relationship. We, You know, we weren't uh, lifelong friends or anything. No. But, um, yeah, it seemed quite a pleasant yeah, guy. Jamie's just brought in the uh, right cup of tea. Sorry, Martin. It's yeah, no, no, we've had a lot of trouble with this Andy's tea today. a bit above your today. pay grade, isn't it? Making our tea. Yeah, I know. That's, it was good of him. Uh, mm. Leslie Sebastian Charles, a.k.a. Billy Oast. Right, Billy Oast. Leslie not even, Sebastian Not even a Williams. no. Well, give us your famous Leslie. We don't want famous <laughs> Crowther. <laughs> Judd. No, we don't want Phillips. your favourite. We don't want your favourite Leslie's. I know that won't put you off. You'll do it out of spite. Anyway, Martin, you're here to talk about the world of sport on TV, yes, aren't you? And indeed, I some am. of the things you've noticed this week. I have. Yeah. I'll tell you what I've noticed. That a load of people have um, sent not a load of people, half a mm. dozen people have sent me <laughs> tweets <laughs> saying uh, you must watch Drive to Survive on Netflix. Yeah, a lot of um, people love it. Yeah, they? and they're making the point that it's actually more interesting than mm. Formula One itself. Mm. You know, even if you're not a huge fan of Formula One. Yeah, that's what, a lot of people have got into Formula One. Through Drive to Survive. Yeah, much like uh, our I might watch it instead of the races for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's probably so, true. Well, yeah, a lot of people are, are, are doing similar. And I just wanted to point out that if you go on BBC iPlayer, they showed the film Rush, which oh, was yeah. a fantastic oh, yeah, film. It was on yeah. TV, I think, last mm. week. Yeah, yeah. 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 So good. it's now on the iPlayer. But and those mm. things only stay on the BBC iPlayer for a couple of weeks so if you want to see Formula One when it was really interesting James Hunt <laughs> and Nicky Lauder mm, well yeah. you know these there's lots of rows about the budget cap and all that sort yeah. of thing um, it's a great movie and it's directed by Ron Howard yeah. who has this great gift for uh, directing movies set in the 70s you know he did Frost Nixon mm. he did that great thing about the Beatles last days of touring you know eight yeah. days a week he gets the feel of the period right doesn't he when he makes friend totally. of the show you know 
Ron Howard. Ron Howard, is it? He came in. He, he came in. in. Ah. Well, he came in and uh, we, we made him a cup of tea. He, was, he might have been Rush when Rush came out. Yeah. And uh, he was quite taken with the Talk Sport mug. Oh, was he? Did um, you take one home with him? Yeah, he, he said, one. could I have yeah. one of these? I think there was an attempt to charge him elsewhere. But we, <laughs> we, we, we smuggled one into his bag. He got a free one. Brilliant. So, yeah, That's yeah. excellent. Nice. Yeah, well, he's he's directed the movie. It's written by Peter Morgan, who, write, who writes yeah. The Crown and yeah. several other great mm. things. Yeah. So um, it's well worth watching if you never watched it mm. and just as just to show you how well um he gets the period ron howard you have a scene where uh, james hunt is dancing with three uh well what would in those days would have been called dolly dolly birds dolly yeah, birds yeah, yeah, yeah. almost dolly certainly birds, yeah. dolly, birds. dolly birds so he's dancing with these dolly birds and they're playing mama we're all crazy now with by a double e obviously yeah. by slade mm. and i thought it's absolutely right and ron howard always does get the music right mm. he gets the feel right yeah. and all that so if you've never seen it and I mean, it's just basically a warning if you've never seen it it's worth yeah. and you it's like excellent. drive to survive mm. yeah. it's really really good about the obviously uh, about the conflict between james hunt and nicky louder yeah. uh, chris hemsworth says uh, men love women but even more than that they love cars mm. although obviously as far as james hunt went it was a sort of close yeah, close run yeah thing. Much yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah it's good if you want a bit no, of, a bit of that's i, I, really I recommend good. it with you martin uh, uh, fantasy football fantasy league football returned. league now <laughs> i wondered how you boys felt yeah. about it being virtually a note well, for note remake well there's a it's, reason for that a friend and old colleague of ours who worked on the original Fantasy Football is uh, Spencer Millman is producing it and there's very much him and the, and Avalon the people behind it that brought it back yeah. uh, very much wanted it to have the spirit of the old show and have, totally so, and I, I mean, think they've, they've achieved that really well I think they have and, and, but like I say it's note for note because they did the one that I watched it had um, it's Alice James isn't it Matt Lucas yeah. who are quite mm. good presenting mm. yeah they're, they're fun to watch and Andrew Mensa, who's possibly um, even more charismatic than Stato. <laughs> yeah, I think he's really good, and that's a clever twist. Yeah, yes. I think they felt that you know the way that David and Frank were with Stato would be seen as bullying. Now you probably couldn't yeah. say so that relationship. Andrew Mensa <laughs> gives it back to them. Yes, yeah. so he that's a good point. Good point. Yeah. They did mm. the. It, it was. Um, well, I've watched a couple of them: uh, Gabby Logan and Doc Brown. And Mo Farah and AJ Tracy. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah Obviously, I have no AJ. I have no idea who AJ Tracy is. No. But obviously, um, he was good though, wasn't he? Yeah, he was good. He was good. Yeah, he was good. good. Yeah. But you know, I'm sort of still stuck in that Billy Ocean because <laughs> I'm such a friend of Billy Ocean. Really, I You'd love to have seen really, him on the, the show. Was, as yes. Guess. When Spencer came to us and he said, "Look, they they want to bring it back," we both said to him, and David and Frank had said the same thing over the years. This is a really difficult thing to do. People yeah. remember the show in a certain way. Yeah. yeah, but he's been really clever the way he's gone about it. He's yeah. sort of retained a lot of the feel of it, but, but sort of freshened it up at the same yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah, but you two don't get a credit on the uh, you no, know. We're not we're not working. No, on no, it. We're, we're just, just friends. No, no, but I mean, yeah. you know, the original. It says you know from an original. Oh idea no, well, it, was well, it was their idea. It was their idea. Was Andy great. Andy worked on it uh, with them, but it was their yeah, idea yeah. originally. Yeah. So, I still yeah. think you should have gone. By the by, Brian Dean. Glad to see it back. Basically, it's good. Yeah. Yeah, Dino did Phoenix from the Flames, which is quite good. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. And that. Darren Bent was brilliant in yeah. the first one. If people haven't seen it, I was telling some of his team they should, they hadn't seen it. I mean, mm. yeah, yeah Bent did a really good, he did the beach ball, of course, Sunderland, yeah. uh, yes, Liverpool. Right, yeah. It was really good. So anyway. Yeah, it's worth watching, yeah. definitely, definitely. Uh, what else have you liked, Martin? Well, I watch uh, Gold Stars, which is uh, on Netflix, the story of the FIFA World Cup tournaments. Again, I'd just like to mention it because um, one of our good friends, 
obviously not as good a friend as Billy Ocean, no. but Ralph Ineson, um, Leeds oh, yeah, fan, yeah. and who does right, all yeah. our voiceovers here. Yeah. Um, he Finchy is his Finchy from the office. From the office. That, but, you know, yeah. that's what, it is Finchy, what it is. Yeah, 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 Finchy, Finchy from yeah. the office. Uh, and he does uh, all the voiceover on it. And obviously, it's all the great World Cup moments. So it starts off with uh, Pele in 1958. I suspect yeah. they didn't have the 1934 <laughs> or all that. Um, but yeah, and there's loads of FIFA facts in it. So if you is it good? Is it? What's yeah, the, it's, it's worth it's on Netflix. It's, it's on Netflix. Is it's it just like a one-off or a series? It's a series, and what it is is the story of the FIFA. It's a FIFA program, right. basically. Oh, okay. It's, it's, so it's, it's not, no sort of searing indictments. Of no searing them indictments. Them nothing in you've never seen before. <laughs> basically, ex-FIFA. It's, it's no Jack Warner. Ex, you know. No. Okay. None of that sort of no, FIFA not scandal. Even Jack Warner, or even Jack Warner as Dixon of <laughs> oh, Doctor Green. Dixon and Green. doesn't feature just thought, Andy, you like it? You like the vintage mentioned, don't you? Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you what, I've lost Amazon Prime. Have you? So, yeah. Why is that? Um, I don't know, I changed my card. And I've been, they used to, the thing about Amazon is, mm. they used to ring you up. If you left a little message, yeah. they'd ring you up and put you back on, uh, I'm just mentioning this because I did, so I keep trying to get back on Amazon. I missed Leicester Leeds last night. I missed West Ham oh, uh, yeah, Liverpool wow. the other day. They're normally um, very, if you phone them, they're normally I've, very good. I've, I've we're phoned, having this conversation on air again. It's like your tea earlier. Well, yeah, they normally I've, are very good on <laughs> Well, they used to be, oh, but right. I think now that um, Elon Musk has got more money than a horse has has, <laughs> and uh, basically, you know, he's got money. He doesn't own it, every, though, does he, Elon, does he? You're does thinking he? of Jeff Bezos, aren't you? Jeff Bezos. Yeah, probably. I forgot. I mean, oh, get, sorry, sorry, Elon. Elon. Like, I'm, I'm not a friend of his. I'm no, he's no Billy That is a good no. program, the Elon Musk show. It's fascinating. Yes, that is We've fascinating. gone off message there. I know. Yeah. Um, so, if anybody from Amazon Prime is listening, if Jeff Bezos, I know he does listen to this section, because yeah, the American sports coming up. <laughs> yes, so good. If Jeff is listening this afternoon, can we sort Coffee. out Martin? Yeah, if you would, but they didn't. They don't ring you back these days. Also, one more. One more. Tonight, 9.30, BBC Two, Clive Sullivan, Rugby League legend. Oh. Fantastic player. We played spoke from... to Steve O yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah. We mentioned him. We did he mention played him in that because 72 he scored match, a wonderful yeah. try in the when Great Britain won the World Cup Australia, in 1972. Yeah. A brilliant player, wasn't a he? A fantastic player. He's got a road in the hall named after him, Clive yeah. Sullivan Way. Played for both but teams. He did. Very what, few. I mean, like. Paul Cook, a friend yeah. of the station, Adrian Durham's mate, uh, played yeah. for both. Not many who did. Not many, not no. many. Uh, no. You know, it's quite a uh, you know vicious rivalry between those two. Uh, he played for both teams, and of course he was born. You know, he was born a very small. He was the only black guy in the village yeah. where he was born in in Wales and suffered terrible discrimination. But then Hull, you know, adopted him as their own. He was the brilliant. first of uh, the first, first black, black captain, captain of any Great of, Britain team correct. in any sport. In any sport, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, I'll look forward to that, Martin. What's yeah, our, it, what, it's really good. It's I've, I've watched it. It's uh, called Clive Sullivan, Rugby League Legend, BBC Two Nine Thirty. It's got a lot of Eddie wearing in it. Yeah. There's a little bit of Eddie wearing. Yeah, good. it sounds very good. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Fueled by Billy Ocean this afternoon, and uh, unknown fact: Steve tells us Billy Ocean changed his name to Ocean as he grew up on the Ocean Estate in Bow slash Mile End in the East End of London. Really? My late dad. I thought he was American. My late father. No, he's English. No, Is he? Know, yeah. My late father-in-law grew up with him, so that's how I know. Steve, thank you very much. Oh, good, for that. good knowledge. Um, so, um, another big Billy Ocean fan, I'm sure. Mike Ward from the Star with his uh, non-sporting TV of the weekend. Hi, Mike. 
Hi guys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. grow up near two rivers. Then he could have been a wrestler. <laughs> it could have been. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. It could have been. Well, I suppose he kind of did with the Thames and the Lee. That part of the world. He did. He could have been. Um, let's leave it. Mike, <laughs> Friday. Friday Night Live is back tonight. Ben Elton, like a revival. It's an hour and a half, isn't it? It's like, a one-off, though, isn't it? It's, it's a one-off. One-off. Oh, okay. It's, a, it's an hour and a half, and obviously it's part of uh, all, all these TV channels are celebrating various anniversaries. So mm. Channel 4 is celebrating its 40th. So it's a one-off. I, I, I don't know what it's going to be like because obviously, um, you know, it's live. But I'm guessing, it, you know, we've got some of the old guys, you know, Harry Enfield, Joe Brown, Julian Carey are turning up as, as well as a, a number of current comedians. Um, so they're going to follow as far as I can establish the format of the original from the 80s. But they're doing a bit of rewriting yesterday. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> it, isn't it? Because yeah. Ben Elton will presumably have dusted off one of his old routines from 40 years ago and scribbled truss in where he had thatch before and been prepared to do that. And all of a sudden, the last 24 hours, he's not going to be able to get away with that. So yeah. he's going to have to do... It, it'll be like, you know, thinking on his feet like back in the old days. So um, that opening routine... If nothing else, will be interesting to see uh, to see what he makes. Mind mm. you, we'll probably be by then. Who knows? The first, they used mm. to have guest hosts, and the first time yes. around when this was on before, I co-wrote mm. a script for Frankie Howard when he was going to be the guest host mm. on on this, and uh, he was taken ill and couldn't do it, oh. so uh, wasn't able to be That's there. Very sad, so, isn't yes, it? indeed. Anyway, um, Friday night dinner. There's a kind of a celebration. Yeah, of, this is a, uh, of Friday this is a night repeat, but it's just worth watching again. Yeah, if you, yeah, it's just such a great show, and obviously, yeah. you know, sadly, Miss Paul Ritter, but it's it's going to be um, on from ten thirty. So straight after that, if you want to enjoy Robert Popper's new comedy, yeah. I like. Have you seen it? Yeah, I hate seen it. You. No, it's quite funny. It's very strange yeah. because uh, you know, uh, called I Hate You, and it's on uh, Thursday. It's night. based on the relationship between the two brothers, Tom Rose it's and very, Simon. Yeah, Bird, I mean, but on on paper, it's like the sort of thing that. Certainly, I'm not its target audience. You know, it's, a, it's about uh, 20-somethings sharing a flat and thinking, why am I going to find humour in that? But, yeah, it, it goes beyond that. And as you say, there's, a, there's an awful lot of that same comedy feel to it. Mm. Okay. Um, so it's worth a look to get I'll in. check it out. Yeah, that's uh, 10.30, Channel 4. Friday Night Live is 9 o'clock, so that'll be straight after. The Peripheral, Prime Video. Martin Kellner won't be able to watch it, we've discovered. Not yet, anyway, until <laughs> Jeff pulls his finger out. Uh, it's an online gaming thriller. It's a is very right? strange thing, this. I mentioned mm. it brief, briefly. I don't think it's that great, if I'm honest, but but basically it's it's it will have a certain appeal to people yeah. who like sort of futuristic sci-fi madness. It's basically, basically about a gamer who finds herself catapulted way into the future and terrible things happen oh which where it's it's kind of no longer a game it's all too real and her family in the present day are under deep threat and dark forces from the future threaten to come back to the present or, or something oh blimey oh, well, something you don't sound you're not really selling it to well us, it's Mike. not but i know some people love this kind of thing yeah. and i feel mm, it yeah. my professional duty well, to draw good. your attention to it <laughs> tomorrow night so that's uh, that's any time they want to watch it on amazon prime yeah uh, how the bbc began as you said 50th anniversary um yes yes not our James, 50th anniversary it's uh, uh, and not, and anniversary, it's finished <laughs> two-parter and it's covering things um it's just i mean obviously i'm obsessed with tv so i I love Mm. watching stuff like that but it's full of old clips dating back to you know there's there's things like uh, the apollo 8 space mission coverage james burke the the, the great james burke who contributes to this because you know he's he's still around he's talking about Mm. this experience of covering apollo 8 and how they had to cut cut off the coverage because they were running late and it was time for jack and ori Mm. which is brilliant i think fantastic. (laughs) Um, and then also the assassination of president kennedy in 1963 and BBC didn't know what to do and apparently for about 20 minutes they just had a station ident on the on if they froze they had no idea what to say or do wow. other, other than just bringing regular we are here you oh, know me. the voice of america is announcing 
that the president has been shot or, or whatever. So it was rolling news before, before they knew how to roll with it. Um, I yeah, sadly so remember it live. Yeah, uh, yeah. blimey. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's seven o'clock, BBC Two, Saturday. The yep. Wheel is back with Michael McIntyre. Find this earlier, earlier slot. It used to be about nine, ten o'clock. It's now twenty to six in the yeah, evenings get, on BBC One. Get it out of the way early. Get it out of the way. I like it. <laughs> and he's a fan. producer, and I had slight uh, debate over part mm. of it. I find that oh, this is where what we debate in the ad yeah, breaks. The, the bit wheel where, where he goes round on the wheel. Yeah. I, I just fast forward. I was recording and fast forward a bit and just come in the bit where it counts because they're just all dancing and then singing. It's, I don't you're get that. A, it goes on too long. I you're think a you could do that with sponge, aren't you, Andy? No, really. With most TV, I think never watch anything live. Just fast forward. I mean, most programs you could probably get through in five minutes. Yeah. In all honesty, just to get to the good bit. It's just well, very true. I don't know about that. So it's seven. Um, all right. Better, so should we go for seven? We shouldn't really do sport here, but there is a messy documentary. Watch on BBC iPlayer. On BBC iPlayer, yeah. Yep. Uh, going back to his childhood and, and what makes him tick off the pitch as much as on. It's hard to tell, it. isn't it? You've got yeah. a massive amount of personality, I don't think. But, well, uh, you don't know. You might see a different a side of him. Is yeah. this like he does a song and dance act, like one of those old Cliff <laughs> <Yeah>. Silla <laughs> shows of the 70s? Yeah. Hey, you're adorable. It'd be good, wouldn't it, with Lionel Messi? Yeah. Argentine. Could do a knockabout sort of rap pack style song <laughs> with Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> he sings better than him, so Cristiano flounces off. Uh, Doctor Who on Sunday is back, 7.30. It's yes. a feature-length special. Goodbye to Jodie Whittaker. I haven't watched this, I'll, I'll be honest, because mm, I, 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 I had to um, had to wash my hair. But it's on for 90 minutes, 7.30 on, on uh, Sunday night. And we've got the... Da- I mean, they're throwing everything at this. So you've got the Cybermen, you've got the Master, and you've got the Daleks. Um, and it starts. It takes place in various different time frames. You've got uh, under the under the court of the Russian Tsar in 1916. You've got an attack on modern day Earth by by evil forces and stuff happening. And it's uh, it's the end of Jodie, and then she'll turn in. I don't know actually what will happen at the end. Whether she uh, morphs into the next Doctor straight away, or whether uh, I don't know. Who is the next Doctor? <laughs> Oh, it's that guy who was in um, Thingy. Oh, okay. Don't ask me questions. That guy that I was prepared. in Thingy. Oh, I know. I know who you mean, yes. Yeah, don't you? Or yes. somebody else who's going to struggle. So, yeah. look, well, look, well, I'm sure the listeners know. Mike, thank you. Uh, enjoy the... <laughs> that's great. That's great. Enjoy the fuck with that bloke who was in Thingy. <laughs> I can't tell you any. That's the best I can do at the moment. He's a real details man. That he is. Mr. Mr. Well, Mike that's Details overrated. Ward. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We're back on Monday to pour over yeah. the weekend. Do you think football. Billy knows about this? Show. I'd like to think we'll yeah. get him on after this. Um, and Danny Kelly will be here for that deep dive into the Premier League weekend. Andy Brassel, lots more besides. Do hope you can uh, join us. But uh, for now, have a great weekend and uh, we'll catch up with you on Monday. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.